everyone, welcome to the H&H Hour. We are so glad that you've joined us today. My name is Heather Taves, and this is my sister and co-host, Heidi Bolt. Heidi Bolt, hi, how Heidi are you? Heidi Bolt, hi, I'm good, how are you? I'm good. We are both sitting exactly the same, with our hands on our knees, mm-hmm. holding the- <laughs> Well, we joke that we have an, our own cloud I know, and that cloud. we are doing the same thing at the same time all the so time. So often. All the time. Yeah. Last night, so our little sister Holly mm-hmm. is living with us right, right. now because mm-hmm. they're working on their house. H3. And, yep, H3. And her husband is Isaac. Yes. So, And we have a brother named Isaac, so it's super confusing. Yeah. But um, he said something that was exactly what I had, like, we said it at the same time. And oh, he no. goes, he's in the cloud. Oh, no. I'm in the cloud. <laughs> like it was a bad thing? <laughs> like it was a scary thing to be in our cloud. Oh. So it's not scary. It's pretty epic. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you are just joining in, maybe this is your first time listening to the H&H Hour. We want to just tell you a little bit about what this hour is all about. We um, talk about this beautifully ordinary life. Yeah. Ordinary things that we find to be extraordinary yeah. and finding the beauty in ordinary. Yes. And so many times I think we overlook um, you and I do this, as yeah. well as a lot of other people, overlook the ordinary things in their lives that God sees as extraordinary and that God has placed there to be a part of their everyday life. And so we often talk just the two of us, but then we get this amazing opportunity and platform to bring on ordinary people yeah, and people that we know and love, some people that we don't know, but that we've wanted to give them a platform to share their story. And so that's so fun Mm -hmm. because we get to hear a lot of different voices and, you know, it's uh, everything that we talk about on here is our perspective right? and then our guest perspective. And so it doesn't mean that it's necessarily the only way. Sure. It's just us having a conversation about what we feel like God has put on our hearts. Right. Just like we would if there was no microphone. Exactly. Yeah. Like sitting, having a cup of coffee, right. which we are. Thank yes. you for the Starbucks. You're welcome. Um, I'm on a sleepless night. So I was like, Starbucks, oh, you are my BFF. <laughs> sleepless night with the baby. Yeah, she's not feeling well. But it's okay. Oh, we'll get through it. Very ordinary. It's very ordinary, yeah. I was thinking that this morning as I, it was 10.15 and I was cleaning up breakfast dishes mm-hmm. at 10.15 from 7.15 breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, my little one was running around like making more messes and mm-hmm. I just thought... It's a good thing I'm podcasting today about how beautiful ordinary is. Because yeah, otherwise I might have got kind of stuck in the muck yep. of like, oh, hey, Monday. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, something for me, and this is such a silly thing, but it's so real in my life. And I think I'm going to get a whole lot of amens. <laughs> um, I have white woodwork, white trim. Oh, in I just every know where you're my, going with this already. Oh, in every part yeah. of my house. And there are days when I'm like, oh my word, my yeah. white woodwork all needs to be yeah. mystery erasered or painted. Yeah. And then I like start to panic and feel super overwhelmed about my white woodwork. Yeah. What in the world? I feel like there's always such perspective though. So yeah. last night I, I read that a friend of mine who I actually... Um, she was much older than me, um, probably in her late fifties. She passed away yesterday. She lost her battle to cancer and we worked together for five years in an office setting. And so I got to know her really well and, um, man, it just brought into perspective. Yeah. Like I was struggling through a couple things last night and I just thought, man, what if that was my mom? Yeah. You know, how my world would be rocked. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's, it is like ordinary messes just all of a sudden seem... Like, it's no big deal. Yeah, and I think that's the point of this, is to we all have those. We yep. all have those white woodwork things. Yeah. We all have those things that make us feel anxious and overwhelmed. And if we can just lay them down and be like, it's okay. Right. Like, they can get cleaned. Yeah. Get your family together and have a woodwork cleaning party. Yeah, right. Like, it's fine. Because my boys think spray bottles and cleaning rags are awesome. Yeah, but your boys are 
extraordinarily interested in cleaning. Yes, they get that from their daddy. Thank you, Kim. Which is awesome. So having said all of that, we have such a fun, sweet guest on today that I'm so excited for everyone to hear for a couple reasons. One, because she's super awesome and we love her. And darling. Um, Yes, and so cute. But (laughs) she has such a great perspective on life, I Mm -hmm. feel like. And she's not afraid Mm -hmm. to say like, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Can you help me through it? Or can you talk me through this? And then she actually, like, she, she works to better whatever it is, whatever struggle is going on in her life. Yeah. And I I love that about her so much. So we want you all to fall in love with and meet Lauren Anderson. Hi, Lauren. Hi, you guys. I'm over here just fangirling so hard. <laughs> Honestly, I sit at home and listen to these podcasts while I'm working and like I can't stop smiling watching you guys just... Oh my goodness. Real life. This is real life. Real life. real life. Yeah. So totally fangirling. Oh, well. Welcome to the H&H Hour. Thank you. We're so happy you're here. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I have to say, you have been one of the biggest encouragers of us mm-hmm. doing this. Um, from the very beginning, you were, I remember you messaged us and just said like, what? This is, what are you doing? This is so good. I'm listening as I'm grocery shopping. And um, so thank you for cheering us on and yeah, encouraging us and, and listening. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it, you guys. I There are nuggets even from the early episodes that I that still mm. repeat in my head. Mm. And I think that's where I'm a little insecure just about sharing today because mm. I'm like, what do I have? Mm-hmm. What nuggets will people repeat it from mm. me? You know, yeah. just little old me. And, and that's, you know, I know what you guys are going to say. Mm-hmm. You're on here because this is yeah. celebrating the ordinary yeah. and... and I am totally ordinary. (laughs) I surrender. That's but you know what? That's so everyone feels that way. Everyone feels like, what do I have to share? But yeah, everyone walks away with having left something that needed someone else needed to hear. And I think that's like that's what ordained. Yeah, that's what Heidi and I are so passionate about is that we all have a voice. We just don't all always recognize that God has given us a voice yeah. and that our voice matters to someone, right. yeah. whether it be our children and our spouses primarily, yeah. or whether it be, you know, sitting across from someone who feels ordinary and having a conversation about regular life. Sure. Well, and we just talked about this in our last podcast, Lauren, but Heather mentioned that she said 50, but actually we looked at yeah. the stats again. We found that the h and Hour is being listened to in 70 countries. So cool. 70 guys. countries. That is so cool. Not states. Countries. And so the fact that and now... Yes, I know there are only 50 states. Yeah. You said, no, you said countries. I know. But, but you said you said we're listening to in, in 50 countries. Mm-hmm. And then we you, we looked at the stats and it mm-hmm. said, actually, it's 70. Um, but the fact that your voice is going to get to impact somebody yeah. in one of those 70 countries or maybe 70 of those 70 yeah. countries is just such a testament to the fact that, you know, God can use this time in history yeah. and this unbelievable platform of technology in a right. really profound way yeah. that um, you may not even have anticipated ever mm-hmm. being a part of. So I love it. So yeah. And it's, it's like, exciting. Th- like this number kind of scares me a little bit, not scares me, but just is like, whoa, it's like over 400 cities. Wow. wow. Isn't that yeah, cool? Yeah, that's cool. So that's really cool. So shout out to all the cities that are listening <laughs> hey. and all the countries. All Zambia, the countries. we got you. That's so cool. We're that speaking is to really you. Cool. So, that is really cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I just want to crawl into a hole. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. No, no. And here you no, are. it's good. <laughs> Central Illinois. Yeah. So, Lauren, tell us, um, tell our listeners who you are and tell us a little bit, kind of an overview of your life and what makes you Lauren Anderson. What makes me Lauren Anderson? Well, I am, first and foremost, daughter of the king, yes. which is, let's let's just put that first. Yes. Um, and I am a wife 
married to Ryan, who actually, you probably heard him a few yes. months back, I guess. He was a point. guest, yes. Yes, um, Ryan and I have been married for over three years, and a product of that has been our son, Jet. Um, he is the coolest kid. A product of that. And his full name is Jethro. I mean, how cool Jethro, is that? Oh, yes. Yeah. And he's so cute. He, uh, I mean, I know I'm biased. He's but really cute. He's really cute. He's really cute. So, yeah. Um, and how old is he? Jet is um, almost nine months. Crazy. I, know. I feel like it was yesterday that I know we were up in the hospital seeing him. I know. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be that broken record like that moms are, but I totally am because you're like, I just blinked and he's mm-hmm. yeah. almost yep. a year yep. old. And, yep. um, it's been, that's been quite a ride for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so good. I've learned so much about myself and definitely there was a time when I questioned whether or not I was called to be a mom and, mm-hmm. and I just, because of how difficult it was for me to transition, but, um, before, I, before you when had Jet, when after, excuse me, after Jet was born, okay. because yeah. that was a really tough period of okay. time for me just to adjust, like, you know, why is this so hard? Yeah. Um, was I not meant to be this oh, mom yeah. or whatever, you yeah. know, but now I just, I'm excited because we're hitting that sweet spot and we're thriving and yes, he's a handful and yeah. yes, he's mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is one of my greatest joys. So Just cool. to mother him and watch him and. I mean, his little army crawl is hilarious. the cutest. I had him in the it's baby hilarious. room at church a couple weeks ago, and I was just dying. He's fast. He's, oh, he's so fast. He's so fast. Yeah. We did a slow-mo <laughs> video of him crawling toward us on our wood floors, and his little arm, his forearm flat, fat just shakes. Oh, my the... goodness. <laughs> Maybe I'll post it. You guys have you to totally. it. You totally. It's so funny. Oh, so cute. That's so fun. Yeah, so obviously I'm very smitten by him. Yeah. So you're a wife, you're a mama. Yes. And you have a, a great career. Yeah, so I am a... Portrait and wedding photographer. Um, I would say more so. I lean toward the wedding wedding photography. That's that's a larger part of my business. But I got my roots and my start doing portraits and yeah. senior pictures and families mm. and and little ones. And so that's a piece of my business I just can't let go yeah. of. Um, but I would say mostly I probably identify more with being a, a wedding wedding photographer. So that means we know you're patient if you work with brides all the time. You know, I think I will actually defend the brides. Yeah, do here go because ahead. Because their bridezillas, I think, are is commercialized the right word. Okay. Like, yeah. I think yeah. I don't think like, they exist. Okay, blown up by the at media. least in yeah. my yeah. life Good. as Good. much as as much as I think people would would anticipate. Okay. I get that question a lot. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you must work with some really tough mm-hmm. brides and. Yeah. Honestly, I love my bride. You find that they're usually happy and they are yes. Good. And if and yeah. and if there if any of you are listening, if they do have trouble, yeah. they rarely ever come to us and yeah. and take it. We're usually the ones where they're like confiding and like, yeah. I'm so annoyed." Yeah. Right now. Like yeah. and so we're, you know, we're their pals, yeah. which is oh, that's, that's what we fun. want. That's yeah. that's that means we're doing our job. Yes. So cool. right. Yeah. Um, and we're not the punching bag. So. And your hubby gets to shoot with you. Yeah, which, which is, is so fun. That's a dream come true. Yeah. I um, Initially, I didn't think I wanted to do weddings when I was younger. Um, this business has been happening for me since I was a senior in high school, which okay. was quite a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I try to deny that, but it was actually a while ago. Um, and weddings just, they were so intimidating. That yeah. was such a big day. Um, and just because there's like no do-over, right? There's no do-over. Yeah. Yep. And... Um, I think the amount of time that mm-hmm. I would be required to work mm-hmm. was intimidating too, but sure. um, shot my first wedding and it actually happened to be an Epsilon Christian wedding, which um, they will split 
the pictures out to two days instead of just one um, most of the time. So they'll do all of their formals on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday is just this reception. And okay. so it was that was the way I think God eased me into this. Sure, okay. see, it's yeah. not so bad. You got this. Um, and it was so fun, so I fell in love with it, and then just, yeah, I went with it from there. So I don't even know where the original question was. So fun. We That's it. No, okay. you were just we telling us about, about yourself. yourself. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah. you know this is coming because you listen. What about you feels ordinary? So I think that what is ordinary about me is that I look at my life oftentimes and I think it's by the script. It's just everything Mm. about it was storybook in a way. Mm. You know, I went to college. I graduated college. I um, met a guy. I fell in love. I got married. We got a house. We had a child. We both have jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. Just all, everything has been so storybook in Mm -hmm. a way that I know that this is the enemy trying to tell me that Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not cool. That's not good Mm -hmm. enough. You know, you need to, you needed to do something wild and crazy and different. Like it's not adventurous. Yeah. 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 And so just simple, plain white picket fence type of life that I live. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe that's me just contrasting my life up against friends of mine or peers or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I think that's what's ordinary about me. I actually love that answer because I think so many people relate to that. Sure. I think that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is that most of us feel Mm -hmm. like we have that life. Mm, Right. Like not super adventurous, not super flashy, you know, not something that the world would look at and be like, wow, look at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I know I can totally relate to that on so many levels. For sure. So on the heels of that, then, what is something that you feel is really extraordinary about your life? As I've sifted through that, what is ordinary, I just lately especially have just been so in awe at the fact that I'm chosen by Mm -hmm. the Lord. Like, Hmm. he chose me. And if, and I don't think that that is selfish of me to zero in and Mm-mm. say, you know, no. but more so, wait, I'm so humbled. It's like mm-hmm. that you chose me, you're choosing me, you're rising me up. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one can argue with me against that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then going a little further, my life is, is one huge answered prayer. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. When I was in high school, I prayed for a husband mm. and I'm married and happy. And mm. I, there was a time we prayed for a child and we, we have Jet mm. and he's the best. And, oh. um, mm. my business is just, it's, this was a dream. It's a dream come true. Like I said yeah. earlier, I mean, just, it is one huge answered mm. prayer. Mm. I love um, that. and even if I didn't know that I was praying for what I have right now, mm. um, he's blessed me with it. Mm. I mean, so Yeah. Just humbled. I love your answer so much because it is a hundred percent why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because your really your answers are so similar. Yeah. The things you see as so ordinary about your life are really the things that you see as so beautiful mm-hmm. and so extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And it just you know we didn't coach you through any of those answers. That's just as you've looked at your life and evaluated where you're at and where your story falls. Mm-hmm. You go. It feels ordinary. It's so extraordinarily beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is so cool. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so I, I think that we, our world does a disservice to 
uh, you know, all of us, we're all included in that because we celebrate and highlight the the extraordinary, the flashy, the big, the, the big, yeah. the big thing. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we're all a part of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't often highlight and celebrate the ordinary and the answered prayers yeah. and the things that we have said, Hey, this is how I want my life to look. And then God gives it to us and mm-hmm. we're like, Oh, but it's boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the reality is very real. I could be single. I could have a failing business. I could, you know, the flip side of everything that is a blessing, mm-hmm. even if the blessings are tough, like yeah. the flip side of that is it's not where I want to be. And, and yeah, that's where I'm just thankful that, you know, God's on my side. Like yeah. that is the, that's, yes. that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so so cool. I know you love your business. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about it with, um, such a brightness in your mm-hmm. voice and in your eyes. And I especially love when you talk about your brides and how you just mm-hmm. love your brides. Mm-hmm. And, um, I picked up on that from the first time I met you, just how much you really have a passion for what you do. So tell us a little bit about how, how did you choose this career? How did you get started? What's that story? Well, it's funny, Heather, because the first time we met was actually when I was photographing a wedding and you, uh, were, you were a bridesmaid. You're I right. Just, I might still rack my brain about that because I would have never thought I would be sitting like that's just right. and both so of our kids crazy. were in that wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And to yeah. be fair, I was like ten plus years older than every other bridesmaid. And I was I had no idea. Super intimidated to be in that wedding because <laughs> was like here I was this thirty five year old woman and everybody else was like twenty two. No, you were a shining star. I was great. So, so anyway, sorry, sidetrack. But I I early on knew I love people and mm-hmm. I, I knew that a desk job was not for me. Mm. Um, when we were juniors in high school, we had the opportunity to job shadow. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, I'll job shadow a photographer. That sounds really cool. My mom had sort of encouraged and, and um, pulled out of me, yeah, you've got an eye. Like, you've got an eye for photography. And, and I get my creativity, I think, from my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so she kind of, she recognized that in me. And oh, um, I love that. Yeah. So she, so I just was like, I'm going to, I'm going to job shadow a photographer. And so I job shadowed for a day, a photographer, and it was so cool. I mean, she was, <laughs> she was the dream, like right there, just had her own studio. She had a team working for her. Her space was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She was great. I mean, and just so I felt that she went even above and beyond to serve these two high school girls that came to job shadow her, mm-hmm. um, and make us feel special, take time out of her, her day. And, wow. um, and I was like, I'm going to do this. So I just started taking senior pictures for my friends for free. Just um, let me experiment with you. And, yeah. and they were all about it. And the affirmation I got along the way was like, okay, I think I think I could make a career of this. And yeah. I think this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Um, which is just been so cool. So cool. Don't you love how God does that? How mm-hmm. he'll put up the, like, this little dream in your heart. And you start taking those steps mm-hmm. towards... Like, maybe this is right. Like, this might be crazy or this might be faith. I don't know, but I'm just going to step towards it. And then he gives you, usually through people, that confirmation and that affirmation to go, yep, keep going. You got this. And any time I would would swerve. And in college, I struggled because a lot of my professors, my plan was I'm going to go to college, get a business degree, um, still make income all through, my main source of income will be my photography all throughout school. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I graduate, I'll take it full time. So that was that was the plan. My parents encouraged me to you know get a business degree just in case this falls falls flat. Sure. Yeah. Um. Not that we don't believe in you, but it's smart. Right. 
So that was my plan. And as I would tell my professors, like, this is my plan. Um, I'm not going the internship route in Chicago. Like, yeah. I'm doing something completely different. Yeah. A, I think in their defense, they didn't know what to do with me. But right. B, they would say to me, well, I think you should actually get some real world experience before you decide to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Like, yeah. there's it grinded within me. Uh-huh. Like, no, that's not what's going to happen. I'll listen to you and I'll respect that that's your opinion. Sure, but yeah. that's not that's not going to happen because I don't think you realize like the affirmation along this, this the way the to this point, that, but yeah. it could have been so easy for me to say, to dissuade right. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was surrounded. All my, all my peers were mm-hmm. doing the internship thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was so much probably self-talk, um, uh, that I had to just continue to pursue this. Like huh. I could have been easily derailed yeah. uh-huh. um yeah. from this mm-hmm. journey if if I would have listened to what the world was telling me. Yeah. Um but yeah and through that time was your mom were your mom and dad kind of like, you know, this is your dream, stick it out, like stick with it. Yeah. Or they, was that not even a dialogue that was I there? don't I don't know that I never really dialogued that with them. Yeah. No. Um because I I just kept getting signs from places that I don't, this is don't think that. Yeah. Don't even think mm-hmm. that. You yeah. know, it would be a doubt, and then the next day it would be some sort of affirmation from like it was just like God was like, no, there's yeah. no you, your bumpers are up on your bowling alley lane. Like yeah. you're not going anywhere basically yeah. as yeah. long as you just continue to obey. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. So we asked Ryan this question, and mm-hmm. our listeners might remember, but how is it kind of being your hubby's boss? On the photography You know, scene. it's funny because <laughs> listening to you guys ask him that question, yeah. I had never really thought about that in a way that was like, oh, is that a problem? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would be the first to admit, though, I am I'm not not bossy, but I, I know what I want. Like, yeah. and, and I think Ryan, God knew I needed a man like Ryan who was... Um, pleaser uh, mm-hmm. just who was okay with that and yeah. we don't we don't bump heads and yeah and he's okay and he respects that this is my this is mm. my job and this yeah. is my business and that um he is I think more than anything serving me yeah. um to come along and so there's there's a, definitely a selfless heart that he has to begin with yeah. Yeah. um do we stumble? Yes. Yeah. And I think if you ask any husband and wife team across yep. the country, across yep. the world, yes. all of the countries that are listening, <laughs> um, I think they would all tell you that it's really tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah. But um, I think it's a testament of our, our relationship yeah. and your commitment to work for it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I. What's really cool, though, is I really feel like God has... Um, encouraged a partnership within us mm-hmm. that has been so strong mm-hmm. because the way we met was through youth ministry with that we both were passionate about mm-hmm. and um we partnered in that before we even mm-hmm. were dating i mean our first quote unquote dates were these coffee shop meetups yeah. as intern and supervisor where we would discuss we would be partners like yeah. and talk about what was going on in the ministry and so um, that really, the partnership is just the foundation of our marriage in such a big way. And so, I love that. um, yeah, yeah. And which has been cool. The other, other piece of that as Jet's been born, the yeah. partnership that is so essential yeah. in raising children, mm-hmm. um, with your spouse has been, I, I think maybe for us a little easier because we, we already were 
I know I know how you work. I know yep. how you work. Let's, yes. Yeah, you knew how to make support this. each other's mm-hmm. strengths and weaknesses. Yep. So That's true. good. That's so so good. you're a business owner, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm always girl boss. Yeah. Love to cheer <laughs> on women who who have taken taken that role and yeah. just said, like, I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this. I'm not gonna wait for someone else to do it for me or push yeah. me out or give me make the away. give me the easy path. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um what is that like? Like what is it? What's the, what are the highs and lows of being a business owner? So there are, there are so many perks yeah. of being a business owner. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't have anybody telling me what I need to be to work. Mm-hmm. I don't have, um, a set start and end time. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of flexibility. Um, but I think all of those are double-edged swords. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's kind of cool to identify as a girl boss yeah. in, in this, I think very, not to downplay it, but trendy era of girl bosses yeah, yeah. And, and this, this, yeah. um, just it's, it's whole, cheered on, it's yes, promoted yeah. this empowerment that, that women are just feeling. Yeah. Um, because for me, I, I don't know, I, this is just how I live and breathe. And uh-huh. so it's, I've never known corporate America. I've never sat in a, in an interview. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never interviewed for any job really all throughout my life, which is just funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just somehow skate by, but um, it is every day. It's, it's a struggle. It's a celebration. It's, um, good days, bad days. Mm-hmm. Is this self-motivation part, part of the struggle? Yeah. Like on the days you wake up and just want to be lazy, but you can't, how, where do you like motivate yourself? How do you um, do that? I, I've learned to balance. Um, I think there are days that sleeping in is okay. Yeah. And, um, if it means I have to work an hour later than I usually do, that hour of sleep mm-hmm. that I got on the on the front end was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, the struggle, though, I think lies, especially within my industry, of this seeking approval mm-hmm. of man. Mm-hmm. Um, it is yep. it is so difficult to, I think, hold strong to who I am at the core mm-hmm. um, in this world of likes mm-hmm. and regrams and mm-hmm. um, just reach uh, like all the statistics and and where does your success really lie yes um and thankfully i have ryan Mm -hmm. who who understands this industry and can talk to me when i'm like what is she doing that i'm not doing and you know why why are my pictures not getting the reach that hers are or you know whatever but uh, there's uh, all i have to do is just look at look at my business, I, I, I don't know, I, maybe that, that's probably not enough to explain, but I have this year alone 16 couples who have entrusted the mm. biggest day of their lives wow. to me. Yeah. To me and Ryan to document that. I mean, yeah. these are couples who a lot of times don't even hire a videographer. Mm-hmm. They've put so much trust in Ryan and I to to capture their mm-hmm. wedding day. Yeah. Their wedding day, you guys. Yeah. I mean, go back to your wedding day. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is that was such a huge day for yeah. the rest of your yeah. your life. Um so I, I don't know. Like it I think it goes back to God's bumpers he has up on my bowling alley. Like yeah. it's yeah. just if you if you want to swerve, Lauren, mm-hmm. and if you want to look at her and if you want to compare yourself, go ahead. But mm-hmm. These bumpers are so, like, they're so strong mm-hmm. there. It's just like, no, one side tells me, look at your reviews. Look mm-hmm. at what girls are saying about mm-hmm. you. And then the other side, people are still booking you. I mean, right. people yeah. still want you. Like, right. there's, there's right. nothing. 
who cares what they say? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe your pictures aren't trendy right now, mm. um, but you're giving more to yeah. these couples than just pictures, which mm-hmm. is, that's, I think that's the biggest, the biggest part. That's for so me. Cool. It's really wise of you too to to recognize that. Like, where does your approval come from, mm-hmm. and what is the what is the goal? Mm. Is the goal likes and regrams and being the trendiest and being the noticed, or is it providing your brides, mm. your couples, with memories that they're gonna have for a lifetime? Exactly. You know what what is the goal? And I think that's so applicable to life, like mm-hmm. in anything. Okay, yeah. what is the goal? Yeah. Because if you want your goal to be getting noticed, then go ahead, you know, work on that. Like, yeah. figure out how to do that. But if that's not your end goal, then be okay with this other side of it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, one of the, the things I love about your strengths in photography is, okay, so if I think of, let's let's talk Instagram. So if I come across someone's Instagram who is like super trendy and they're really good at taking pictures of buildings and food and things like that, maybe art, I'm like, oh, cool. They have a good eye. And I move on because there's no faces. There's no people. And I think that it's cool that they're... they're, there's a place for that. Yeah, that they're towards that. Absolutely. But when I come across someone's page, like maybe yours, Mm -hmm. and it's full of faces Mm -hmm. and smiles. And their stories. And their stories. Yeah. I linger there. I stay there. I look because that's what I'm drawn to is people, is their faces. Mm -hmm. And so I think, too, just to remember... That that's what God's called you to yeah. is the people business. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. And so, absolutely. And I think the fact that you are in wedding photography is that's for Christ followers. Yeah, that, as we are. That's right. That is how God chooses to show us on earth mm-hmm. what it is like to have a relationship with God the Father. Because mm-hmm. you know, His church, He says they are my bride. Mm-hmm. I am the groom. Mm-hmm. I'm coming for them. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And you get to be a part of that mm-hmm. almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a really big deal. It is a huge deal. Yeah. It is a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, there. Are, I don't know if it's. It's so easy to overlook that. And I think mm-hmm. any wedding photographer out there, it's so easy for us to overlook that and just say it's another Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's another day. Yep. That we are grinding, working. Yeah. Um, yep. And I always feel like during the ceremony, which I think is fitting, the most holy moment of the day absolutely is when I'm like, oh my goodness, like yeah. I am, I have a front row seat to this, yeah. these vows that our couples are making to each other forever. Yeah. Um, and all day to day, I get to serve and love them yeah. and also show them what Ryan and I's marriage is like. Yes. Like we get to, mm-hmm. we, granted, not everybody are wedding photographers, like as husband and wife team, right. but, but we you get are. to, yeah. yeah, we get, I get to, they get to see how he serves me. Mm-hmm. I, they get to see how I serve him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how you react to him, how your words absolutely. are absolutely. spoken over him. They're, yes. And, and it's not just the wedding day for us. It's, it's from the booking to the engagement mm-hmm. session to what do you need from us? And mm-hmm. I make sure that every single one of my couples knows if you need anything mm-hmm. from us, mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. we, we're pros in this, first mm-hmm. of all. So yeah, this is your first wedding. We've done. We can help lots you. Lots yes. Lots. Yes. So let us help you. How comforting. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, I hope that that's what it is, but mm-hmm. yeah. we, we just want, we want our brides, our couples to feel like they're special, like they're loved. Mm-hmm. Like we want them to know we are celebrating them and we are cheering them on and yeah. we are pro marriage. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. pro for mm-hmm. this decision you're making yeah. and whether or not their beliefs line up with ours. Sure. Right. We've not, we don't shoot weddings that are, oh my goodness, over the top Christian, like based and Christ centered. Right. Um, we, it's all across the gamut, yep. yeah, but absolutely. Um, 
Yep. It's important that they know that we are supporting them. And I we wear that. our hearts on our sleeves too. Well, and that. you get to be in almost every, I mean, you get to be there when the bride gets dressed, when mm. the groom gets their first mm-hmm. look. Yes. Like you get to be in the places that yes. not, no one else gets to be in yes. except for the bride and the groom. Right. And we, that's what we tell them when they book us, not yeah. to scare them away, but we are going to be the closest person to you your, throughout your whole day. Yeah. You won't be with your groom as much as you're with us. Right. So, right. like, <laughs> sorry, but if you don't like us, like, don't hire us. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, and, and thankfully, I, I feel that that offers them some sort of comfort mm-hmm. in, like, yeah. in knowing, you know, we want them, when we show up on their wedding day, to be like, thank goodness Lauren and Ryan are here. Not, oh, my photographers are here. Right. You know, we right. want them to be thankful and at ease and mm-hmm. rest assured mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, that's, that's how I know I'm doing my job well. I think that's probably why you enjoy working with brides though, is cause you mm-hmm. give this sense of peace of like, Hey, we've got you, mm-hmm. you know, we're here to be your friend mm-hmm. and to capture this beautiful mm-hmm. time in your life. Absolutely. So. Okay. So someone now is just totally inspired and they're mm-hmm. like, Lauren and Ryan have to shoot my wedding. How do they get in touch with you? Um, you can find us on Instagram. You find me on Instagram at Lauren underscore Anderson underscore underscore. <laughs> okay. If the real at Lauren Anderson is out there and wants to give me your <laughs> your handle, I would be so excited about that. Um, yeah. And so my business is called Lauren Anderson Photography. Um, and you have a can, website, right? Yep. You can okay. look us up. It's just laurenandersonphotography.com. Okay. Um, we have blog. We are on Facebook. Well, and that's the thing that I always love about your photos is I feel like you really, we said this a little bit earlier, but you capture, you capture people's personalities and stories and that comes through in your photos. And Mm -hmm. I mean, just for me as a, as an outsider looking in, I can see that. Like, I'm like, Oh, their wedding day looks like it was so happy or so pretty or so elegant. And you can pick up on those those things just through your photos. So well done. Well, thank yeah, you. So well done. I appreciate that. Okay, totally random. What nail color are you wearing? Because it's fabulous. So fun and cute. Um, that Sally Hansen gel. Okay, does is it work it? well? I am. You're obsessed. I'm a believer. Yeah, You're a it's, believer. It's so good. Yeah, I um, mm. I think this is little peony. Mm. Light pink okay. nail polish is just my thing. After we're jam. done recording, we totally need to Insta story her nails because okay. they're fabulous. Oh, no, no yes. yeah, they're really pretty. So, we'll do it from kind of far away. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. So they look great. Yeah, they look so pretty, and I just can't Thank stop you. looking at them. You're totally in the cloud because I was thinking that a few minutes ago. <laughs> of course you were. She well, she talks with her hands, and so I, I was like, they're pretty. I'm like, oh, cute no, nails. They look so good. Totally girly. Thank you. So good. Okay, so we talked so much about weddings and your business. Mm-hmm. So um, to you and Ryan now. Mm-hmm. What is, what's something you love about being married? Mm, it changes all the time. Yeah. I think in this season of life, it is that I am his helpmate, mm-hmm. that, that the Lord has called me to be his helper. And um, especially right now, I think in this exact moment, Ryan is actually gone yeah. and has been gone yeah. for a few days. This is the longest amount of time we've been away from each other in a in years. Um, he's at camp right now. And you have a baby. Yes. He's at camp right now with, uh, high school students in, um, down in, goodness, Table Rock Lake in Missouri. Okay. And so he's doing the camp thing and I, for the first time in eight years, I'm home, Hmm. not at camp. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm here serving my husband um, by being his helpmate and, and taking care of our child so mm-hmm. that he can do his ministry. Yeah. I'm taking yeah. care of our home and I'm taking care of, you know, I am taking care of him yeah. right. and, and pouring into his 
ministry that yeah. he's out there doing. So, so yeah, that's... You didn't have the easiest transition, did you? From going from being single to being married in terms of not like you guys were against each other, but just you personally, mm-hmm. that was a hard transition. And I, I think you're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us about that and just encourage maybe someone who's in that season right now? Like, wow, this is a really hard change of season of life. Transitions are tough on me for some reason. I don't, I'm not totally sure why Mm -hmm. I am wired in such a way that I need someone to go before me. Mm -hmm. I need someone to, to go walk my exact path and then tell me that it's going to be okay. Yeah. And then, and then I'll be okay to walk it. Mm -hmm. Um, our transition into marriage and and even our transition into parenthood Mm -hmm. has been not to be dramatic, but earth shattering, Mm -hmm. life shattering in a lot of ways. I, um, I get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get comfortable in my, I got comfortable in my singleness and, and I couldn't wait to be married. Right. Mm-hmm. But here I am married. And yeah. I think more than anything, it's expectations. Yeah. I feel like I could write a book about expectations mm-hmm. and, and having expectations in check. And, mm-hmm. um, it was, you know, this isn't all rainbows and butterflies. Right. And yeah. This isn't easy. Yeah. Um, this, I miss my parents. Mm-hmm. I miss my family. I miss the comforts of, of being at home. And, and this girl that I've been for 23 years up until marriage. And then now I'm in this situation where I'm, I'm so not perfect. I'm far, I'm realizing how, how terribly imperfect I am. Mm -hmm. And it's no matter how hard I try, I can't, I can't achieve who I want to be. Um, especially for this man I love more than anything in the world. Mm -hmm. And so then failure day after day after Mm -hmm. day. And then you just get in this hole. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't know what it was that just turned me out of it, but talking with people and women saying you're not alone or Mm -hmm. that's not, you're not terribly unique. Everybody goes through this. A lot of people go through this. Yeah. Yeah. But were you able to articulate that to Ryan or was there kind of just this like unspoken, like, did you kind of try to keep it inward so that you didn't make him feel bad? Like, Hey, I'm really, I love being married to you, but I'm struggling to transition. Was that a dialogue? I don't think that's how it came out. I think mm-hmm. that it was, I wasn't, I wasn't aware that it was expectations that, okay. that and it so came out as tears. It and... came out as tears. It came out as <laughs> yeah. emotion. Yeah. It came out as, um, he's like, what am I doing wrong? Sure. I mean, yeah. I, I specifically remember, and this is so silly. We were driving home from our honeymoon. It was, we had a late flight in from Chicago. We had to drive home and we just called my parents to let them know that we landed safe and they were excited to hear from us and hear a little bit about our trip really quick. We were in the Wendy's drive through. I, I still remember this. <laughs> and, after we got off the phone, I just started sobbing. Yeah. And Ryan is like, what is wrong? And I'm like, I miss my parents. And of course, that is not what your groom wants to, he wants his, his okay. new bride yeah. that he's like going to go sleep in like their, your, your house, new house together for yeah. the first time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just saying, I want to go home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for me, that was, I feel bad now looking back because mm. it was, I think it was a little selfish of me mm. to, um, to where my emotions so outwardly like that and, and confusing to him. Yeah. But it was, I don't know what to expect when I get home. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what my home to is my new now. Home. I yeah. don't know what to expect yeah. in this new season. Yeah. And that is, it's, it rattles me mm-hmm. in a way. It shakes mm-hmm. me, um, to walk willingly into seasons like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I, you're definitely not alone. I mean, I, I lived in California for the first year and a half of our marriage, and I clearly remember taking a photograph, a framed photograph of my family mm. out to the couch and sleeping with it because mm. I was so... I just wanted to go home too. I just wanted to see my family and I missed them. And I think, I think it's okay that mm-hmm. we feel that way as, as women and, and that we, you sort of do have to mourn the, your old life a little bit yes. and that, that break yes. of, you know, cause the Bible does talk about leaving and cleaving and becoming one yes. and that, and that happens, but it's also, it's not, um, it's not a, a process that doesn't come without some hurt mm-hmm. and some pain and some transition and, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, and I know this because we kind of have walked this road with you a little bit as you've transitioned into parenthood, you've went through similar experiences with becoming a mom mm-hmm. um, and just like, whoa, I don't know if this is what I'm cut out for. This is way harder than I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to us about that. Yeah, that, I don't want to label it a dark season of my life. But I feel that even more than becoming a wife, becoming a mother was so trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think a lot of it in hindsight was, was pride. Mm-hmm. It was you, you have you're good at everything else in your life, whatever. Um, but you just can't seem to be getting results like with this one area and you're, Mm -hmm. you're pouring everything that you are physically, Mm -hmm. emotionally, mentally into this child. And for what? There's no results. There's Mm -hmm. no results. I'm trying every day. God, Mm -hmm. like, what is, what am I doing wrong? Um, yeah. You know, hormones, I'm sure played a role. Um, and I, I just feel like in a lot of ways, I don't think that it's got intentionally, but I, I live my life in a way, and hopefully I can start to learn from this, but I fall flat on my back. Like, Mm -hmm. I do things so extremely and Mm -hmm. so intensely and so passionately Mm -hmm. um, that sometimes it causes me to stumble big. Yeah. And in those cases is when I'm like, okay, I'm flat on my back now. Yeah. The only place I can look is up. And that's when God says to me, like, lean into me. Like, lean into me and look at your team. Like, look at the people around you Mm -hmm. who want to love you and serve you and Mm -hmm. listen to you Mm -hmm. and talk to you Mm -hmm. and remind you that Mm -hmm. this child was given to you for a reason. Right. Um, And I don't know. I just, I'm so thankful for my relationship with Jesus. Like, and it's, it's so beautiful how the Lord just continues to reveal his sovereignty to me in all of these transitions of my life. Yeah. Um, and show me, this is how much I love you. Like just so cool. Where do you think you would be if you didn't have a relationship with Jesus? Like you have, which is intimate and real and every day, like Mm -hmm. where in, in all, cause these are normal struggles that people have Mm -hmm. these transitions and this becoming a mom and, you know, the struggles of I'm not doing it perfectly or I'm not getting results. But if you don't, if you didn't have the Lord, where do you think you would be right now? I don't, it wouldn't be pretty. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I question where my marriage would be. Yeah. Mm. I question, um, the exceptions I would make for the way I'm raising my Mm. son. Um, I I don't want to to even think about that. Right. Right. Because I, and uh, this knowing who I am and mm-hmm. this extreme passionate personality that I am, I think I would have made a big mistake somewhere along the way mm-hmm. and just be drowning mm-hmm. in that right now. Um, 
Well, the reason I ask you that question is because I just feel like there might be someone listening right now mm-hmm. who's in, who's saying, I feel all those things, mm-hmm. but they don't have the hope that you have, which is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we can't give them a quick fix answer. We can't give them a do these steps, do these 12 steps, and then everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. But what we can give them is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we can say that he's the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. And I love that it, they include life in there. Right. You know, life that is fullness of life. Yeah. And um, you you have that, and that's what has brought you through. You've mm-hmm. said it several times. Yeah. It wasn't a... Yes, it was people that surrounded you and helped hold your arms up, mm-hmm. um, but it was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening and you you want that, you can just turn to him right now. You can just say, Jesus, I need your help. And he's right there. He's yeah. waiting to rescue. Mm-hmm. He's waiting to step in. It doesn't mean that there won't be hard days. It doesn't mean that there won't be hard circumstances. It means that you'll have the strength that you need to mm-hmm. walk through those. Well, and Heather, I think uh, one of my favorite verses that I've been clinging to in this past season of my life Um, And Lauren, you can probably relate, but Jesus said that in our weakness, Mm -hmm. his strength works best. Yeah. And it kind of doesn't really make sense because I was like, well, God, why would you want us to be weak in order to show your power? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's like you said, Lauren, when you're flat on your back, when you realize, man, I Maybe I overestimated what I thought my abilities were were going to be. Mm -hmm. Maybe I didn't realize that I would stumble in this, Mm -hmm. that my endurance wouldn't Mm -hmm. be what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And that's when he goes, it's okay, because that's when I show Mm -hmm. up and that's when I can work best. And it's not that he's even asking us to be strong. It's not that he's saying, hey, I'm going to make you strong. He's saying, I'm strong. Right. You're weak. I'm strong. Yeah, it's okay I got that you. you're weak because yes. I've got this. Which for me is such a comfort because right. I don't feel strong yes. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like the weakest thing that could possibly be. And God says, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay because I'm strong. Yes. yes. God is is constant. Yeah. Never changing. Yeah. yeah. And my life may change so much from here into the day I go home to see yes. Jesus. Yeah. But like that's where that's why I just say God's proving his sovereignty over and over and over again. He is is and always will be. Yeah. Um and you're right. I mean anyone who would be listening, it's it's not a very tangible thing. It's mm-hmm. not a like I wake up in the morning and I have a perfect life. It's mm-hmm. not that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be the first to admit I'm so insecure. I'm so selfish. I'm so, mm-hmm. you know, I struggle with things daily. But because of Jesus, mm-hmm. but Jesus, but Jesus yeah. stood in the gap for me and yeah. said, "Like you, you are enough, yeah. just the way you are, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now forgive yourself. Yes, and and let's love you together. Yeah. Um, that's so good. Yeah, I've forgiven you. Now you forgive yourself. Yeah, and I think we as women, especially, I'm not going to speak for men because mm-hmm. I've never been one, but um, <laughs> we." struggle with that forgiving ourselves mm-hmm. and saying and the, the I just had a conversation with a girl the other day where she said how do I not feel guilty about this how do I and I said you just you just lay it down you mm-hmm. just you have been forgiven now you forgive yourself yes. and that is that's key I think too Lauren it's if we can't learn to give ourselves grace if we can't forgive ourselves for yeah. whatever it is, yeah. shortcomings or past mistakes or rough days, yeah. just like we give each other grace. But I think if we don't give ourselves grace, we are not um, very wired and willing to give others grace. Yes, true. Because mm-hmm. I think what we're doing for mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. is what we're then pouring, what's overflowing yeah. into others as well. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I, that's why they think God's word says, like, love your neighbor as yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Because if you're learning to mm-hmm. accept who's God made you yep. to be, if you're learning to have confidence in, in how he's wired you mm-hmm. and not in like the way we look or the way we, um, you know, the things that we have, but the path he's given us to walk yeah. out. If we love that about mm-hmm. what God's put within us, mm-hmm. we're more likely to love the people around us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's really good. I want to go back to something you said about expectations because mm-hmm. I love that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really, um, it's a good one because we all have expectations. We yeah. have expectations of how our life is going to go, of how people are going to treat us, of yeah. how our friendships are going to go, how our spouse is, you know, things we expect of our spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can pretty much name anything in your life anything. and we have expectations yes. of that. But those, you said it, you said my expectations were not in line like they weren't they weren't correct they were too high or they were wrong um and that is i think that is key heidi mm-hmm. that um we if we can change how we view our expectations mm-hmm. in any relationship that will make a huge difference in how we respond when things yes. don't go the way that we want them to go yes i remember one of our past guests she said that she and her husband help me with the quote she said we strive to find people doing right Mm-hmm. Or doing good, yeah. Find find people doing things, doing things right, or doing things well. Yeah, yeah. And I, if I think that if we are, we have that expectation uh-huh. of like, okay, let me look at this person and find something that I really appreciate about them. We're less likely then mm-hmm. to kind of put false expectations mm-hmm. on them that maybe aren't fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I've actually just been totally open. I have been identifying in my own life some people in my life that I'm like, okay, my expectations are going to just have to be readjusted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's not an option to not be in community with them. Mm-hmm. Right. I need to be in their life. Mm-hmm. They're in mine. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it starts with me. I have to go, okay, Absolutely. they're not hitting the expectations I have or had. Mm-hmm. I need to readjust, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think in friendships, there are sometimes when those conversations aren't able to be had, but still, in friendships and in marriage, particularly, if you can have that conversation, like, Communicate. okay, yeah. these are my expectations. Are they out of line or, yeah. or is that attainable? Yeah. Especially for your spouse. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, this is what I expect of you. Am I expecting way too much? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You're expecting way too much. I was never going to, you know, I'm never going to get there. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, okay. And then you're able to adjust. Those conversations are so hard, but so valuable. Yes. The hardest thing for me is that no matter the situation, even if my expectations are in Ryan, for example, I have an expectation of myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's yeah. where the biggest struggle mm-hmm. lies. Yeah. Because I can sit and have a conversation with Ryan and say, my expectations with you were not met. Mm-hmm. But how do you have a conversation with yourself and say, <laughs> you're not hitting the you, mark. Yeah. And, yeah. and all that is is negative self-talk. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it, that's where the hole begins to, yep. to fall. Yep. Is with yourself. That's You've right. You've got to. And yeah. just the yeah, I I can spiral that way. And if I look back on those two transitions of my life, that's why I spiraled. Mm. It wasn't because Jet wasn't the baby that I thought he was going to be. Yeah. It wasn't because Ryan wasn't the husband I thought he was going to be, although yeah. Yeah. he was great. And yeah. I am so blessed <laughs> by Ryan. And yeah. Just, I don't know how he puts up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, only in a joking matter. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's always me yeah and so what am I feeding into mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. what am I consuming mm-hmm. um social media plays into that yes. there's just there's so many things in this world that yeah. are such distractions and such lies and yeah. such 
um, just false. Yeah. It's just so wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is hard for me as somebody who social media is important mm-hmm. in my job right. and, and who yeah. I am. And, um, and it's, it's habitual of, I think mm-hmm. this day and age, it's easy for us to just yeah. nurse the baby and be on social media and yeah. think, oh, this girl had her baby a week before me and look what they're able to do. Yeah. And just right. yeah. Lauren, what's wrong with you that you can't, yeah. you right. can't do that. And yeah, it's silly. silly yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 It really is. So you mentioned, um, friends mm-hmm. earlier, you know, friends that, that came alongside you and things and you have a great group of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. How, and that, that again is something else that we hear all the time mm-hmm. that people are lonely mm-hmm. that they don't have those people that when you do start that downward spi- spiral you can text someone or call someone and be like okay there's all this self negative talk is happening right now right. talk me out of it help pull me out of it mm-hmm. how did you find those friends and how do you continue to develop deep relationships with them that are more than just social media surface friendships sure I, in my business, I, I found, I I think it was so God ordained that he brought these girls into my life that are walking the same path that have the same profession. Mm -hmm. We don't have coworkers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I call my cat my coworker, but she's like (laughs) really terrible. doesn't make me copy. You know what I mean? She's she's awful. Um, She just lays. Um, But we don't have someone who says, Hey, I struggle with that too. Or, um, well, you're actually competition really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, when you exactly. think about it. Yeah, but I think that it was this switch that turned that's like, what would it look like if we cheered each other on yeah. instead of judging yeah. and assuming and um, being jealous yeah. of that their mm-hmm. success? And yeah. it is so beautiful, mm-hmm. the things that birth from just that easy ch- change. Change yes. of mind. Yeah. yeah. And so these, these girls, friends of mine within the industry, are extremely talented, but all of us are so different. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is so nice to get together with them and just say like, girls, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with, you know, seeking approval from man and, yeah. and they know the Lord and they can pour back in and say, yeah. look, you are, this is what's true. They mm-hmm. can remind that. you of what's true. And mm-hmm. I think that's important in any friendship mm-hmm. that, or any relationship that you have is that if, if they're pointing you back to what is true, yeah. yeah. Um, especially as women. What does God say about us? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What is, what does God say about us? And what is, let's not get emotional girls. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. let's not, let's yeah. not go there with, yeah. with maybe you feel this way, but your feelings aren't true. Right. If, not always, if you yeah. feel some way, I think Heather, you told me this. If you feel some way, it doesn't mean that that is the truth. Yeah. Right. So let's not believe that. Yeah. Pull, pull yourself out of that phone. Yeah. Um, kind yeah. of smack you around a little bit. Yeah. So look at it and go, okay, what am I, what am I hearing myself say? Yeah. Would Jesus stand in front of me and say this about me? Yeah. Right. Would he say the same thing? Right. Would he say, Lauren, you are not measuring up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would not. He would never say that. No. He would never say no. that. Mm-hmm. We're our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think a lot of times, mm-hmm. especially as women, I just, we try so hard, I think to accept responsibility and to, yep. um, make do it, it all, all work. Yep. 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 Do it, it all. all. And, mm-hmm. and God says, no, remember I'm, I am enough. Mm-hmm. I am I'm all you need. Yeah. So. I just, I love that. I think I saw recently that you and those girls met up for a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and I felt encouraged seeing your post yep. about that. Cause I know a few of those girls in that photo mm-hmm. and I just thought, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that they're choosing to cheer each other on. Mm-hmm. And that, that stuck with me. Cause I thought here she could be like 
putting herself against them. Yeah. They're in one corner, she's in one, and yeah. really they are competitors. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You see yourself as like, hey, we are teammates in this yes. field, and let's yes. encourage each other. Yes. I think that's a word for somebody mm-hmm. you know, who maybe feels like, man, I just feel like I, I want to be a part of a group like that. Mm-hmm. Like, pray for that. Yeah. Ask God pray for that. For it. Absolutely. Because yeah. Yeah. it doesn't happen overnight. No. And mm-hmm. it doesn't happen just you have to work for it. You have to make that decision to find it, yeah. to seek it out. Yes. Yeah. Wait, you know, we were meant to, we were meant to live in community. Yes. It's just, it's so, no matter what you do, no matter yeah. what you do, there's, yeah. you've got to find that community and, yeah. and pray for boldness that you mm-hmm. would have just the nerve to say, let's get coffee with a stranger. Yeah. The first time, but chances are she's feeling the same way you yeah. are. So and good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Pray for boldness because that's, I think mm-hmm. why we don't. Because yeah. we're intimidated or scared and we're not willing to be that first ask. And it won't always be reciprocated. Yeah. You know, it. you might have to, what do they say, like 10, 10 you get 10 no's before you get one yes, you right. know? And so. Yeah. And then follow through if you get a yes. Follow through. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the first to admit, though, I'm convicted. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. said, let's get coffee so many times with girls and, mm-hmm. and I don't follow through mm-hmm. and yeah. say, you said yes, now let's put now it let's on the calendar it. right now. Let's yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I don't, you know, I don't know what that could do yeah. for her or me or. Right. Yeah. What's you might be an answered prayer that? for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she right. might have been praying for you right. to right. come into her life. So no, that's a big that's deal. So, good. Mm-hmm. so what would you, as we start to wrap up here, what would you tell your 20 year old self, Lauren? Mm. Just stay the course. Mm. Just stay the course. You got this. Yeah. Um, continue to believe in yourself. I, there's no part of me that would ever want to go back and do it differently mm. because I do see the struggles and the, the stumbles and mm. the um, successes and everything good and bad has formed me and who I am today. Mm. And, um, so yeah, I would just tell her, just stay the course, have fun. Mm. Um, and you'll, you'll be okay. Your storybook life is coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it. you're going to love every second of it. So, so fun. Yeah. It's good. Well, it has been so fun to chat with you. Yes. And I know that I know that our listeners are so encouraged by you. Mm. Yeah. Just your, um, your enthusiasm for life your compassion for people, Mm -hmm. your honesty. Mm. Yep. And, um, your ability to, to, to go, these are kind of some of the struggles I faced, but this is kind of how I'm getting myself through it. So, and leaning into Jesus, I think that is, that's the big takeaway. Mm. So if someone has, has those same feelings Mm -hmm. that you've talked about, you know, whether it be marriage or starting a new business or parenting struggles, are you okay if they message you on Instagram? Of course. Find you on Instagram. Yeah. And, um, just so you can encourage them. Cause I know yes. that sometimes that's all you need is just someone to go. I, that's exactly how I've I feel. There. Yeah. And then, you know, speak life into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us your Instagram again. It's <laughs> Lauren underscore Anderson, Anderson underscore, underscore underscore. Okay. Got it. And you'll know it's her. We'll tag her. We'll tag her, we'll in, ta- the we'll tag her in our post, yeah. but you'll know it's hers because of her beautiful photos. Yes. <laughs> She's a really pretty blonde with a very cute little baby boy and a handsome hubby. Just look for the cute baby. (laughs) Look for the cute baby. Thanks so much, Lauren. It's been great. Thanks, girls. Well, Hyde, she's awesome. That's a wrap. Yeah. I know. She's so great. We love her. Yep. Great little family. So we have a fun week coming up. We do. Yeah. So our whole family, Mm -hmm. the so we're formerly Bennett's. Yep. And all of our siblings are going to be in town. There are seven. We call the seven originals. Yep. The seven original Bennett's. And then there are six spouses now. Yep. And, and lots eight, of grandbabies. Yeah. Yeah. Eight grandbabies, right? Eight? Eight, I think. Yeah. And so we're all going to be hanging out for the week. Mm-hmm. They're all coming into town Everybody's to see everyone. Everybody's going to be here. Yeah. Every single person. Yeah. 
So that'll be really fun. I know mom is looking so... I know. So for, and I, dad too. I can just imagine yeah. as a mama yeah. whose babies have all moved away, yeah. that feeling of like, they're all coming home. Yes. And I'm I'm so happy to see everybody, but I'm mostly happy for mom and dad. Yes. Just because they get to have yeah. have all their little ducklings yeah. back in the nest. It'll be fun. So even though it's going to be... A little bit busy. Like, um, yeah, overload. Yeah. So yeah. a couple of our brothers have already said that they're preparing for like the <laughs> constant commotion. Yes. <laughs> they're the ones that don't have kids yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> This, they're coming. Those yeah. kids are coming. It's going to be so, so so fun. We'll have to post some Insta stories so everybody can see our, our crazy ordinary. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to say that we should do a TV show. I mean, I never in a million years would actually Heck want no. to, but it would have been kind of <laughs> kind of hilarious. It would have been a little bit. So Our brother Matthew would have kept us all laughing. He's hilarious. I am excited to laugh with Maddie. He's I know. so fun. He is so funny. So fun. Well, thank you so much for listening. We're so happy that you did. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at the H and H Hour, mm-hmm. and Heidi Bolt and Heather E Taves. And we always love to hear from you. Yeah. So shoot us some comments, and we will talk to you next time.